Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue in 1 Thessalonians. We're in chapter 5, looking at verses 9 through 11. Again, these Thessalonians, they were contagious. They had contagious faith, contagious love, and contagious hope. And the more real we are, the more contagious we become. Hey, question today. What is the wrath that God has saved all believers from? You know, I love how Paul, along with his two friends, identifies himself with both the Thessalonian believers and us today. Notice all the personal pronouns. For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. As wonderful and comforting as Paul's statement, for God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ is to us, it is an extremely sobering truth when we think about our unsaved family members and friends. God has not appointed us to his wrath, but he has appointed unbelievers to experience the outpouring of his wrath. We are all born sinners, have all chosen to sin, and have fallen short of God's glorious perfection. We, as sinners, deserve to experience God's wrath on sin and wickedness. The only reason we, as believers, will not suffer the anguish of God's divine wrath is that Jesus has already suffered it for us. Jesus took our wrath so we could experience God's mercy. Jesus suffered the most horrific death imaginable so that we could inherit the most glorious eternity imaginable. Hey, the only way anyone can or will ever escape the wrath of God and obtain salvation is through or by our Lord Jesus Christ. The wages of sin is death. Jesus died for us. Stop for a second and think of those words. Jesus died for us. Can you imagine being one of the soldiers that beat Jesus, led him to Golgotha and nailed him to the cross? Can you imagine him asking Jesus, why? Why are they telling us to do this to you? What kind of crime did you commit? What did you do to deserve this? And Jesus simply replying, nothing. I have never sinned. I'm doing this for you. Yes, Jesus died for us. That's you. That's me. And for those who refuse to believe, those who have rejected Jesus as a payment for their sin, those who think they are not sinners in need of the forgiveness of a Savior, the outpouring of God's wrath is yet to come. Believers are not appointed or destined for wrath, but unbelievers are. It is their choice. Although it's heartbreaking that they willfully reject God's grace, it is still their choice. Scripture explains it this way. He that believes on the Son hath everlasting life, but he that believes not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. That's John 3:36. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Once more, Paul assures his friends that those who have trusted in Christ and, and have already died will join all believers to be with Jesus and to live together with him forever. Whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. No one is going to miss out who have trusted Christ. 
Now, Paul is not forgetful, but sometimes we are. After explaining the first coming of our Lord in the rapture to receive all believers to himself, he said, quote, wherefore, comfort one another with these words. That's chapter 4, verse 18. Now, after explaining the inevitable judgment on unbelievers described in the day of the Lord, Paul rewrites, quote, wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. Paul did not need to remind the Thessalonians to comfort each other. They seemed to have this one down. Since the day of their salvation, they understood the simple yet comforting truth that the gospel message is the most encouraging good news ever expressed to mankind. We forget way too easily. We need to be obsessed with the truth of the Lord's imminent return. This obsession should keep us both warning unbelievers about their dreadful future and comforting believers with the blessed expectation of eternal life with our wonderful, loving, forgiving Lord. Glimpses of God's wrath can be seen in the plagues of Egypt, the judgments of Revelation, the great tribulation, of course, the eternal lake of fire. How do you express your thankfulness to God for saving you from such wrath? God's wrath was placed on Jesus Christ on Calvary. Jesus took our judgment so that we could obtain salvation and live in his presence forever and forever. How do you express your thankfulness for your eternal salvation? What a comfort to know that we are protected from God's wrath and accepted into his family. How do you express your thankfulness for such encouraging comfort? For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Hey, these words are comforting for all and anyone who believes. Hey, our time's up. I hope you enjoyed our time today. But do remember, today is a day that the Lord made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. And I hope that you have a good day.